welcome everyone to the latest podcast segment in Markin's Invisible Strength Series. Today we're going to talk about a very hot topic in the construction industry, which is the Green Star ratings and how Markham is approaching this. I'm Abby and I'm based in the Napier office. I'm based in support across several layers here. Uh, and joining me is Hayden, the uh, sales and marketing manager here in Napier. Hayden, introduce yourself. Cheers, Abby. Thanks for that. Thanks for the intro. And by the way, it's good to have you on board with Markham. Abby's recently joined us and a great part of the team. So yeah, as, as um, she just said, I'm Hayden, Hayden Prestige, based in uh, the Navy office, but work across uh, New Zealand and Australia projects with, with the team in the sales and marketing divisions. So where are we? To be honest, it's taken me a little while to get my head around this Green Star topic and how, what actually works in Australia and New Zealand. And if there's others out there that feel the same, others listening, I, I feel for you. It's a big topic and you may find something out of today's session helpful. Chuck a disclaimer out there, we're not experts in this field at all, but just want to share some things that we've picked up along our journey. Um, of course, we're suppliers to the industry and that's the angle, that's the perspective we're coming from. So uh, if you need specific answers to your, uh, your own, you know, everything's unique, your own specific business, I highly recommend you get in touch with a um, Green Star consultant or someone that um, specialises in this field. Back to you, Abby. Tell us what um, Green Star actually is. What is Green Star? Okay, so the Green Star ratings in Australia and New Zealand are administered by the Green Building Council of each country. Um, the Green Star rating is system um, assesses the sustainability of um, all projects at the all stages of the build. Uh, New Zealand's Green Building Council websites say that Green Star and Australasia's um, largest voluntary and truly holistic sustainability uh, rating system for buildings, fit-outs and communities. And so that's cool. So basically there's six, six ratings. And in my opinion, one through three doesn't really apply to this context. But the third star comes in as an expected like baseline and which is in good practice. Four, four star is the best practice and is where the industry really starts considering the rating at all. And then five star is national excellence. Six star is world leadership. So I think there are at least, or less, sorry, than uh, 50 projects in Australia on the board at the moment that, that actually have the, the six star rating. I haven't missed anything. <laughs> haven't missed anything. Oh, I'm bound to have, but that's all good. Likewise with me, but thanks for that. It's good. And I just want to pick up on a couple of things you said there. It's, it's important to understand like that what you said about Green Star relating to the whole project. Like when we say a project, it might be a, a fit out or a refurb or a rebuild or a single development or a whole community or whatever it is. But it's not just individual products. It's not just individual systems that make up that building. It's it's really it contributes to the confusion, I guess when people say their products are Green Star rated, there's there's no such thing from our point of view as a Green Star rated product. As a recognition by Green Star, but you can't have a Green Star rated product. So when a designer or a developer or whoever's working to achieve a Green Star rating for a project or development, they will look and select systems and solutions 
approaches, whole methodologies that are going to help achieve that outcome. So it might not only be the products themselves, but it might be how, how it's, you know, the build process or whatever it is that has um, recognised ratings. So broadly, they're looking for ways to um, achieve credits, basically, towards that rating. So every system product uh, has offers credits to, and then that builds up to get your five-star, six-star um, ratings. So what, what, what is going to help the project sustainability and minimise the impact is going to be looked at. So, you know, it's uh, other products recognised to do that. Does that sort of make sense? <laughs> yeah. Um, so what does that kind of mean for the product suppliers? How can we prove that our products and services will minimise that impact to, well, to prove the satis satisfaction of everyone that's involved in the project? Yeah, I guess um, what's emerged over the recent years is the principle of eco-labelling. You may have heard it spoken about in the industry, eco-labelling. But it's basically voluntary by a supplier. And of course, its validity is based on, on the trustworthiness of a certifying body. So there's accredited certifying bodies that will, will run, the, run you through this. But a satisfactory eco-label will prove to the um, construction designer or whoever that your product is indeed minimising environmental impact or, or maximising sustainability like, over the life of the building. And, and therefore it's suitable for use on a green star project. So that's quite a broad brush over quite a high level summary, but if you want a quick summary, you can probably look on Google or something for um, the history of eco-labeling. Uh, okay, so what we're building up to here is what Markham has done in this space. And I know that the management team here have been really excited about the announcement that we achieved the eco-labeling license. Can you give us some detail on that about the certifying body that issued it? Cool, yeah. So uh, Markham has a whole, I mean, our vision probably says it as well, saving the world, one concrete structure at a time. We've always been leaning towards sustainability. It's a big part of us and who we are. And, you know, a big part of us is wanting to drive that sustainable option right from day one, making concrete last longer, you know, not having to rebuild, not having to reuse cement, these sort of things. And the majority of our concrete treatments also have nil impact on the environment. They're, they're nil um, VOC, so nothing volatile in them. And even like potable water friendly, things like that has always been a big topic for us. But of late, I guess it became obvious that we needed to take it to the next level in achieving an eco-label and achieving something that's recognised in the industry. And it's definitely been quite a big process to, to get to that. It's actually going through the process is not unlike going through something like ISO, you know, ISO, something recognised where you've got to have documentation, you've got to have systems uh, in place, and there's, there's a lot of details which aren't obvious on the surface. So we've had audits and then seven products licensed by Environmental Choice New Zealand. Now, um, ECNZ is owned by New Zealand's government's Ministry for the Environment. So that's set up to be that um, certifying body to, to um, provide that eco-labelling. So the cool thing about that, that certified body is not only are we valid in New Zealand, but the category we fall under, uh, which is paints, 
funny enough, because there's no category for concrete really, is um, also recognised by Australia's Green Building Council. So that's a big step forward. So right through Australasia, we're, um, we are recognised by the Green Building Council. So that's a big, big step forward for any Green Star project wherever it's located. I'd like to emphasise, I guess, that it's not just a matter of the product itself. So if you're going to go for Green Star, have all your processes in order, have your, um, you know, as a company, you should be driving for energy management. What are you doing that's sustainable? What are you doing for recycling, your waste, your management, things like this. These points are really strong and just as much in the order and the process as what's in the actual products themselves. You know, how, how's, what's the manufacturing process? How's it been applied? All those sort of things. So it's it's good work through. It's a long road, but um, it's good work through the process. Cool. So construction designers can actually select these products with confidence for inclusion in their green star design. Cool. Yeah, hundred percent. And and we're working on growing the list. As I said, we've got seven products now. Um, seven of our key products. So that comes down to like even waterproofing of concrete. You know, you can do it with a green star backing so to speak a recognized system for that but if you want to know more about your individual product that say definitely get in touch with us um, our contact details on the website www.markhamglobal.com or any of our friendly team if you've got them connected on linkedin or email fire through a note but yeah we'll come back to this podcast that surely you can make an entry through there somehow so <laughs> yeah well that's been that's been really interesting actually but thanks for going over all the details for me so yeah i'm sure to understand that process and hopefully it's been useful for all of our, our listeners as well uh and out to all of our listeners thanks for tuning in this time and uh don't miss out on our next episode thank you